Oh, hello, darling. And welcome back to The Happy Place. A podcast designed to make you feel calm, to address issues that might be bothering you, and to bring just a little bit more balance in your life. Because you have to remember, we all go through emotions, we're all affected by life, and we're all in this together. We're all searching for our happy places. Today I want to talk to you about the concept of winning and how we feel in the resolution of issues. I used to think that you could only be happy if you won. The idea that the end resolution has to be exactly what you thought it would be and on your terms completely, only then could you be happy. But a recent experience has shown me that it's not always the case. Happiness isn't guaranteed by winning. Sometimes ending something on your terms makes you happier than you ever thought you could be. But in doing so, you take away that end goal you thought you were working towards. You didn't win in the way that you thought you would. The ending of this problem wasn't your expected goal. So you didn't win. But fully assessing the situation, looking at the worth, the gains, the future, allows you to gain more perspective. This perspective will help you see that winning isn't the be-all and end-all. Knowing that you've tried your hardest in this situation, but then allowing yourself to exit to reduce further harm, actually equates pure happiness. Because in essence, you define what's right and what's wrong for you. So your terms, your comfort, your security, equals happiness. And that doesn't have to be winning. I want to use a recent experience to show you how. At the start of the year, I bought a car. Buying cars happens to be one of the most stressful things I think you can do when it comes to adult life, apart from getting a mortgage. I bought a Mini. It was a used car. I was happy. I took it. I used all the money I had. You see, I needed a car to get to work. I had to work to earn the money, but in order to carry on working, I needed a car. So I was in a Catch-22, and a vehicle seemed to solve that problem for me. When I bought it, I brought it home, but everything seemed fine. However, I'm not mechanically minded, so I allowed my dad to have a look at the engine for me, and he noticed some issues. These issues continued, and over the first week of owning this vehicle, I realised I bought a car with a big error. Now, I was naive, so I just rang the garage that I bought the car from, and said, I'd like to return it please. I didn't offer to fix it, or help with, I just said no, I'd like to return it. They ummed and they ahed, and I said, Something to do with the consumer rights act. At which point they climbed up and 
decided they could only help me by getting lawyers. So then I entered several phone calls, emails, before finally receiving very heavy letters from lawyers telling me that I wasn't eligible to return the vehicle. These issues were caused by me. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't their fault, rather. And that I should basically give up. Receiving that letter, first letter, email, made me feel dreadful. I don't typically like to deal with emotions in a public manner. I fully broke down on public transport. It meant I had to work really hard to counter all these points. I had to fight for what I thought I wanted, which was all my money back, there and then. In the meantime, I had to borrow money from my parents because I still needed a car that worked because the other car had been deemed unsafe to drive. So I ended up borrowing even more money from my parents, which I sit here today seems terrifying. This was in the start of February. It only really resolved a month ago. There was months of back and forth. I had to seek legal advice. I spent hours on the phone to Citizens Advice Bureau. It went to Citizens Advice Bureau. I spoke to Trading Standards. I spent hours working on this. You see, in reality, it wasn't really the money. It was the principle. I'd been walked all over. I'd been taken for a ride, quite literally. In the end, it got to the point where I had to take this company to court. I issued them with final warnings, letters and letters. I'd even asked my bank to help me. And they tried and tried, but really there was nothing that they could do. I wasn't sleeping. I was unwell. People would talk to me at work, and I would ignore them, because I would spend all day thinking about my own problems. It would make me cry. It put a huge amount of strain in the important relationships in my life. It was all I would talk about. It was the only thing I would never talk about. It became a huge, huge burden. I received a final letter, basically, from the company's lawyers telling me that I would never win. I could take them to court, I would get a ruling, I would be issued my money back. But they'd fight me, they'd never pay, I'd have to get lawyers, I'd have to get bailiffs, I'd have to get solicitors. They'd tie me up in costs for ages. I realised that I really needed to end this on my terms. It was never going to be easy. It was never going to be anything but misery. So I said sod it. And I sold the car for a loss to a friend. Who has now fixed the issues because they know what they're doing. And it probably hasn't cost them very much. But in accepting that I was going to lose a little bit of money, gain a bit of life experience. I said, I don't care anymore. I just let it go. 
So even though I didn't win in this situation, in the sense that I didn't get all my money back, and it was a large chunk of money, I won in the sense that in the end, I called the shots on the outcome. I stopped the whole spiral, the issues, the nasty correspondence to prevent myself from more harm. All I was losing was money, and money is just time, and I've got loads of time. And everyone goes through dark patches in their lives. We all lose a bit of money. If we look at the economy, it's not exactly flourishing. So in taking this path and this journey, and in the end realising it was only me that could stop it, I ended up being happier than I ever thought I would be. I learned a lot of really important lessons. See, this situation, it was just about money. Yes, I worked really hard to earn it, but I can earn more. I'm clever. Half to a third of my earnings comes directly from my brain. Self-employed, work for myself. How brilliant is that? So I could just put in extra days every week and have that money back as soon as I needed it. Knowing that the power to solve my issues lies within myself, that's true happiness. And I sit here today knowing that I've paid all that money back. I'm not in debt to anyone. I worked through this issue. I solved it for myself. And you know what? There are just more important things in life. I put my life in hold to deal with this issue. That's February, March, April, and May. What an idiot. You can decide when and what to do in any situation. Remember that happiness is subjective, personal, and it's up to you. If you don't like something, then you can get out of it. Get out of it. Don't worry about losing face, what other people will think about you. Because if you're happy in the decision you made, that's all that matters. You don't need anyone else's validation. Remember, at the end of it, you have to look out for yourself. And that the happiness you need lies within. You get to define your own happiness. You get to call the shots. All you need to do is go out and do it. Thank you for joining me today for a super personal issue. I want to use my own experiences through this series to show you how you can easily overcome the negativity that you're feeling, the issues that you're facing. I'll see you next week. But until then, I hope you find your happy place. Bye-bye.